hello hello <clears throat> oh my goodness this is gonna be hard to record my voice is not great I'm currently fighting a little bit of a cold and I'd love to do this thing where I will literally pretend like I'm not sick unless obviously it's COVID I tested major it's not COVID but I'll pretend that I'm not sick until like the third day like, I'm still low-key, like, I've been doing stuff today. I went to Pilates this morning. That is how bad I am at admitting to myself that I'm sick. Because I hate being sick, and it makes me feel claustrophobic and annoyed. And I've had so much to do, so... I've just pretended that I'm not sick, even though... I'm, like, I was literally getting Botox earlier this morning, and I was sitting in the chair... And my dentist who gives me my Botox and she's one of my favorite people. Like we literally like talk about life and she's like a mom to me. Anyway, she comes in and I like literally like choke on my words because my voice is so hoarse. And she's probably thinking like, girl, are you okay? Like, why are you sitting in my chair? I'm about to be hovering over your face and you literally sound as sick as a dog. So anyways, but like for me, I just, I'm like, mm, I'm fine. Like I'll just take Advil and like call it a day. And I'm currently about to go on a shoot tonight at 10 p.m. and yeah it's fine I'm fine I'm so fine I'm so fine but anyways I wanted to do an episode today because I've been thinking a lot and I've been not going out as much partly because I've been sick but partly just because I've been ever since getting back from New York and having tons of fun March and April I've been really wanting to slow down and just get back to myself and find my creativity and my thoughts and my brain again. So I'm back in her. And I've been thinking a lot about this one topic that I actually, I went to Pilates last Saturday with one of my close friends, childhood friends. And I kind of asked her like, what's something going on in your life that maybe I could talk about on the podcast? Something that maybe like I'm dealing with as well. And she mentioned this whole, we like, kind of had a conversation about this whole idea about um, like long-term versus short-term pleasure. And She's a teacher and she works a nine to five during the week, which I don't. I have a very chaotic all over the place schedule. Example being that I'm going to a photo shoot at 10 p.m. tonight. I have another one at 12 tomorrow. I'm kind of in this like model model mode. I don't know what's going on with that, but I'm not complaining. It's fine. Um, but anyways, she has a nine to five. And then on the weekend, she said that she's just been really going out and like drinking and going kind of like partying and having fun because she feels almost like you know that's her time to do that but it also can be very draining and kind of make her week feel weird and so kind of having that like balance and that back and forth feels kind of a lot sometimes and I think of other friends who can get sucked into the partying going out uh kind of playing into your vices quite a bit type of lifestyle and then when it comes to discipline you kind of fall backwards and um, I think it's just like an interesting conversation between like balance and pleasure and long-term, short-term pleasure. How do you kind of, you know, for those of us too, who are freelance or who work for ourselves or who kind of are newly adults. I mean, I'm not a new adult. I'm 26, but sometimes it feels like I am. I'm like, wow, I really have like free will to do whatever the fuck I want to do. Like no one's telling me that I can't like eat donuts for, for dinner. Like that's crazy. Like I feel like sometimes I like need more rules. 
Like, I feel like I need supervision sometimes. I'm like, this is crazy that I just control what I do. But for the most part, I'm great and do the right things. But it's an interesting topic, and I think it like it's very relatable. And um, I think it pertains to a lot of us who are in our 20s, maybe younger, maybe older. Um, because pleasure in general is an interesting topic and I've had a very interesting relationship with it and I actually just wrote a long substack, not a long one, but a substack uh, piece on pleasure and my relationship to it and how I really abused pleasure from the ages of like 13 to 18, 19, 20. And I really harp on and talk a lot about my childhood because obviously you know, people will give me shit like, oh, she always talks about being this bad, crazy, mean girl. And it's like, I mean, I talk about these things because they shaped who I am and who I'm not anymore. And I think that, you know, our childhoods and who we used to be and the past versions of ourselves are very important to understand who we are now and understand why we do those things that we do, why we make decisions, why we choose not to make decisions. So I always bring in my past self when I talk about my, my current self because it's part of me, a huge part of me, most of my life, almost all of my life up until the last five years have been that way. So obviously I'm gonna talk about it, but anyways, I, um, I had a, a really rocky past with pleasure and I was mentioning in the, in the written thing I Honestly, I should just read it, but I'm not going to. Um, I was talking about how starting when I was like 14, 15, I considered myself a hedonist. And a hedonist, if you don't know, is someone who basically just puts pleasure before anything else and who just makes it their life purpose to have as much pleasure as possible. And some could, you know, relate this to being a narcissist and someone who is very self-absorbed and it does make you a very self-absorbed person because obviously if you're putting your pleasure before everyone else's then you are kind of a piece of shit right um we have to be kind of empathetic and aware and somewhat kind beings in order to function decently in this society um and to be likable and to not be getting into trouble and to obey the laws and structures that our culture has set up for us you know it requires you to be a decent thoughtful person to some degree definitely in los angeles there's a far far fewer kind uh good-natured empathetic people but i digress um but anyways i definitely like lived by hedonism i would write it on my in my notebooks, on my notes for class, I was obsessed with the idea of being a nihilist hedonist. And nihilism is the idea that nothing is nothing matters. Like nothing's real, nothing matters. It's like a philosophy term. And uh, I don't think the philosopher who coined that term and that meaning wanted a 14-year-old girl to live by that. But I did. And it made me really a piece of shit. And I speak about this stuff now again because I've, I'm not that way anymore and I've learned from all of my mistakes. But I did live by those uh, those philosophies and I pleasure was my, my the only thing that mattered in my life. I would do anything that I wanted. I would, I would treat my own pleasure as just the pinnacle of my existence. And it became so... 
intense for me that I lied and disobeyed and cheated, not just like on relationships, but just in general. I just was a cheating person. I tried to cheat the systems and cheat people and cheat myself and it was not good. So um, yeah, just kind of interesting. I, I definitely was full-fledged into short-term pleasure very impulsive. That's where I think a lot of impulsivity, if you're an impulsive person, you usually seek, you know, you're a thrill seeker, you seek a uh, short form pleasure, things that are going to just kind of give you that immediately immediate hit of dopamine and feel good hormones and thrill and excitement. And usually you, you know, have a lot of vices, whether it's women or money, gambling, uh, drinking, anything to get that high, you know, whatever that may be. Uh, for me, it was even like just doing things like I bought when I was in high school, <laughs> two separate times during one year, I bought two different huskies, husky puppies, like baby husky puppies in the middle of nowhere off Craigslist. And I just brought them home and my parents were like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I wanted a husky puppy. And they look at me like, why would you do that? Like, you live in our home and did you not think about like the long-term effects of like how you go to school like how are you going to take care of a a puppy let alone not just like any puppy but like a like one of the most highly active hard to train dogs there is like what is going through your brains and and I was like nothing besides this will fix all my problems so that's how bad it got for me where I just was not there mentally like everything was just like me 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 um what made me feel good and usually it came from a place too of like I was depressed and anxious and mentally unwell and worried and stressed about things and so I had to get it out in some way and I think a lot of times pleasure can come from ego right it can come from wanting to fulfill something to fulfill an insecurity to make us feel better about ourselves to uh, people please, to um, make us feel more in control, make us feel better about our lives, make us feel better about who we are. Um, we use people, relationships, um, we use material items, we use things to make us feel good. And, and there's nothing too wrong with this. I also would like to say that I'm talking about this extreme. So we're talking about the extreme of pleasure. We're also going to talk about the extreme of no pleasure. And then we're going to talk about the in-between, which is how we should technically strive to live. But I'm not saying all pleasure is bad. I'm not saying that watching trash TV and eating a comfort meal is not good to do. I think pleasure and satisfying some of those needs and even feeding your ego a little bit, do it. We're human. We need that shit. Life is fucking crazy and hard. And I'm not someone that's going to say to be disciplined all the time is the answer because I genuinely believe that it's not, that that's not happiness. Happiness is pleasure. Um, and one thing that I've evolved to understand as I got to be an adult is that pleasure is happiness, but pleasure can also be found in different ways that I thought it could be as in discipline, as in routine, as in kindness, as in, humility as in friendships and healthy relationships and 
sometimes doing things you don't want to do. And that's where long-term versus short-term pleasure comes into play because you start to realize when you get older and maybe you realize this early on, good for you, it's amazing if you do, but you can get a lot from doing things that aid in the bigger picture as opposed to just what feels good in the moment. And I think I do a lot of that now. And I think we all do as adults, like the same way that you're like, okay, let me like clean up my room before I leave because I know that future self is going to want a clean room when she gets home from her trip, right? Or I know that like working out, waking up an hour earlier and working out in the morning is going to just make me feel so good for the rest of my day. Or even like maybe prepping for my meeting before going into it blindly is way better and will help me get this job and make me feel more confident in the meeting than just, you know, going, saying whatever and just winging it. So I think that pleasure evolves. I think we need different types of pleasure in different parts of our lives. For instance, if you are dealing with something like grief or a heartbreak or um, some sort of like depressive episode or something, maybe you need to gravitate towards short-term pleasure. And I think it's the awareness, obviously, that's key. You know, So being aware that like, okay, I'm needing some short-term pleasure right now. Um, which I love. I love realizing the kind of pleasure that I want and need at the moment. And that doesn't, again, always have to be this like negative connotation or you have to kind of like obsess over the pleasure because I have been that way. And let me get into that too. So it's interesting how you can have such opposite, polar opposite experiences happen to you. And I spent a lot, I think it was probably two years, a lot of my early 20s falling into a deep cycle of under pleasure, I guess we can call it, Um, hyper self-discipline, you choose the phrase, but it was crazy. I actually started my uh, Instagram account during that time, so if you were following me like three years ago, four years ago, during like middle, like like pre-COVID, middle of COVID, uh, you would have experienced some of the hyper-discipline, obsessiveness, almost anti-pleasure that I was going through. Um, I was overworking, over-exercising, under-eating, in a toxic relationship, um, going through having crazy OCD, anxiety, eating disorder patterns. It was insane. And um, it all boiled down to the fact that because I had spent so much of my young adult early life being so pleasure-based, I thought that I needed to form healthy habits and be disciplined and change my life. And I did that and it was great. I literally did a full 180 But then I took it too far because you kind of get addicted the same way you can get addicted to pleasure. You get addicted to discipline and to restriction and not just restriction with food, but with everything in your life. So for me, it was like I wasn't letting myself go out or see friends or indulge in any way. Like I wouldn't even take a bath. Like I full on wouldn't even take a bath. I would uh, spend my nights doing the exact same routine to the T, to the minute mark. Um, I wouldn't allow myself to have dessert. I had to have sweets to eat out. If I did, it was like I had plain chicken and greens. I did not know how to indulge. I didn't take trips. I didn't say yes to things. I was just obsessed with 
living this quote-unquote healthy, perfect life, and I did not know what it even meant to have balance. And I forgot what pleasure even felt like, and it's so crazy because I was the pleasure girl. So it's like, how could I have fallen into this? But I think like with any addiction, with any um, problems with habits or with uh, self-control, it's like you just start you start just down this path and all of a sudden it's a year later and you're completely messed up and you're like, oh my God, like I didn't even realize I was this bad or I was getting this bad. And maybe sometimes people try to tell you or, you know, you kind of realize it, but then you're just so used to being stuck in your ways that you just keep going with it and it's comfortable, becomes the new normal. And it's just crazy how much I think I, during that time, you know, it's early 20s, I didn't go to college. I was working. I was wanting this life. I just moved into a new apartment by myself. And I think I wanted to gain control, you know? And I think um, a lot of addictions are ways of coping with the idea that life is just absolutely insane and there is no true structure. And it's hard to, I think, deal with that idea sometimes but uh, that's why a lot of people they go for to religion they go to um having any sort of vice anything that's gonna you know groups cults it's things that kind of help ground you um we all need those things and so it was interesting it's been interesting seeing both sides of the scale and swinging on both sides of the pendulum and I think it made me now, as I'm 26, it's made me feel like I've I've gone through a lot and I'm grown and I know what both sides look like and I almost know myself now so much because I've experienced so much of, uh, of the hyper-discipline, the too much pleasure, that I know that there's a lot of repercussions on both sides and that's okay. And it's good that I learned that, honestly, now. And moving forward with my life, I feel like I can just be more self-aware and have those check-ins where I'm like, okay, am I acting too much on pleasure? Am I being too disciplined? Where is all that coming from? Like kind of just being aware of why I do things. And I think that's obviously something I always talk about going back to the self-awareness and like understanding why we do things. But I think it's so interesting because too, like not just with ourselves, but culturally, you know, there's a lot of pressure on both sides, especially in a big city like Los Angeles, where it feels like it's, you know, fueled by vices, it's fueled by money and fame and women and success and um, partying and nightlife and all that and excess. Um, it's hard to find the balance because not only are you dealing with your own internal ways of finding balance, but then you're in a culture of that complete opposites of the LA lifestyle, indulgence, pleasure. And then the other side of the culture right now, which is like the hustle culture, the grind culture, the like you need to do five things and have six different forms of income and be up at 5 a.m., you know, working out, doing your routines, eating the perfect breakfast, then having this whole entire life and whole entire work schedule and then having a social life and then doing this is this and then volunteering and then, you know, it just, you have the hustle culture mixed with the 
indulgent culture. And then you're just like, what the fuck? Like, not only can I not find balance in my own life with myself, but like in a culture, like where do you, where do you stand? And one thing that has been really hard for me recently, like even very recently is I think I feel like I don't want to be put in a box of either one of those two sides and I feel like I used to put myself in a box and I think culture puts you in a box and I notice this a lot where I live in Los Angeles right now um there's boxes there's two sides and I find it hard sometimes to maneuver between the two sides and it's causing me a lot of like weirdness in my life because I will try to have balance or like okay like I'll go out I'll have a few drinks a party and then I want to go home at 12 31 or maybe I want to skip something one weekend or just go out one night a weekend or maybe it's like I don't want to get blackout drunk right because I'm trying to find balance I, I want to do Pilates at 9 a.m and like all that so if I'm out with the partiers and the people who are very indulgent and very pleasure-based then they almost give me shit and say well you're not partying with us you're not going out with us till 4 a.m you're leaving early you're like not participating in the pleasure-based lifestyle um and then if I so then there's that side and I'm like damn like okay I'm not I have to almost like full send it on both sides um and then if I'm if I'm wanting to be more structured one week and find myself you know really prioritizing my routines and my schedules and um you know cooking at home and walking and working out and um kind of like reading writing cleaning all that stuff then I find myself putting being put in that box where it's like you know I'm not gonna go out people are like oh she doesn't want to do anything or like oh she's um you know so strict on herself and she lives this like want to be perfect lifestyle and oh my god she's a wellness girl she's a healthy girl and that can have a bad reputation too um so on both sides and and both sides now as I'm saying this I'm like it definitely that definitely stems from like other people's judgments but it's still like part of real life and I do get called out and just and people talk about both of these sides with me and it's something that I just I think as I take up space and move through the world right now um as an adult I just think it's interesting it's like trying to find where I fit in all those boxes and I think it shifts too as we get older like I think once I hit 27 28 29 30 the box is just going to move for me and go towards more of a structured life but I think I'm always going to have elements of being wild and fun and wanting to socialize and be around people and do things like I don't think that's ever going to change so as long as I have that going for me and I remember that and I can check in with myself and ultimately I can do what I want you know we can all we all can do what we want and sometimes I feel scary because I'm like damn like I really can do whatever the fuck I want but I think sometimes it feels good too so Anyways, um, yeah, I that's kind of my big take on pleasure. And I think the balance of it, the art of it, the art of the art of finding kind of like your dance between the two when you need one or the other more, I think all that is really good and something good to study and think about. And as always with these podcast episodes, I just want people to think the way that I'm thinking live on here. And so fun. I get to just like talk and share my thoughts. And um, I wish you guys could talk back to me. (laughs) 
So if you ever want to share thoughts on things and like all that, please do. Because I'm just talking to myself and it's fun and I love sharing things, but it is fun. it would be fun to also have some sort of comments, feedback, whatever. But anyways, um, that was my thoughts for the week and I'm actually going to go for a walk and indulge in more rest because I need it. So yeah, I will talk to you guys next week.